All right, it is great to have you here on this Monday. And of course, it is that time of the week when we meet our friends over at Black Locks Reporter because they do an awful lot of digging on stories that don't necessarily get all the attention, but they should because they are important. And of course, the main digger is their managing editor, Tom Korski, who joins us now. Good to have you. Thank you, Alex. All right, so you're in the hub of all the activity. How the uh, how's the convoy going? What was your major takeaway from the um, the demonstrations? I think the uh, prime minister had characterized the protesters as uh, he described it as a small fringe minority with unacceptable views. I did see one woman with a hilarious sign that said, "I'm a small fringe minority with unacceptable views." It was classic. Yeah. Uh, I uh, and uh, some of my friends in the press gallery set out to prove the prime minister's point. Was it my experience? Uh, I found the uh, crowd jolly, good-natured, and uh, friendly, and there were uh, a lot of uh, human exchanges. I've seen more intimidating protests. I don't know why anyone would be intimidated by this crowd. They they have a point, it, and no one is meeting them. Uh, uh, Alex, that's the inexplicable part. Uh, no member of cabinet will speak to them. And now it gets really interesting. Everyone just wants to, them to go home. <laughs> Officialdom has made that really clear. And they're not going home. And now it gets really, really interesting. Were you guys, I mean, you guys wrote about, um, you know, uh, a bit of the press briefing on Friday, you know, when they meet ahead of time to talk with reporters, here's what the lay of the land is. Like, they kind of give a structure to what's going to happen. And and according to you guys, um, you know, they were, th this group was painted as, as bigots. I mean, what was the tone of this? Well, th they have been painted as bigots. And there was, you know, yeah, I guess there was someone with a Nazi flag. And there was someone who did uh, some unfortunate uh, activity at the National War Memorial. But that's called a crowd. That That is not the proportionate coverage uh, or the proportionate flavor of the event, Alex, it just wasn't. But but I can also tell you, we have, uh, uh, for instance, we'll have a story tomorrow. There was a federal agency that incorrectly claimed that um, truckers had looted office buildings. Look at officialdom freaked out. The, the, the prime minister told everyone to get excited that it was going to be bad. And so everyone has been looking for reasons to get excited and to document how bad it is. I don't see it. I live here. I'm in the National Press Building across the street. There are trucks parked right outside our front door. Uh, the the It's going to get interesting when the truckers don't leave when they're supposed to, Alex, and that's what everyone wants. They're not right. going anywhere. Uh, they remain parked on Wellington Street, the main drag everyone knows, right in front of the Peace Tower, most famous building in the country. And someone is going to have to talk to them, and no one wants to right now. Yeah, well, they would uh, do themselves a lot of favor of lowering the temperature. I mean, the truckers can definitely overplay their hands. But at the same point, everyone can take, uh, you know, an action that will kind of bring the temperature down. But, but to your report that will come out uh, tomorrow... Um, was this was there anything actually looted or was this um, claim retracted? No, it was 100 percent fake news, but it was reported as confirmed by a federal agency and it was not confirmed. It never happened. If you ask Ottawa police how many arrests they've made for mischief, assault, property damage, you name it. You know how many arrests have been made? Zero. There's no arrests. It, it, it didn't happen.
I know everyone has a vested interest in proving that these people are berserk and a threat to democracy. And they're, they're unfortunately disappointing their tormentors because it's just not that way. There's a lot of families, a lot of couples. It seems pretty mild. I don't mind saying. Yeah, which is what you want in a demonstration. They're never convenient, but uh, as long as no one's getting hurt and buildings aren't being destroyed and statues, uh, you know, destroyed, uh, by and large, it went, I think, successfully for the, for those policing it. Having said that, I mean, we'll, we'll watch what the fallout is, of this is. Um, you guys were actually writing about the federal employees who have declined vaccinations. I mean, this was a big theme of this. This is a, being painted as a anti-vax convoy. It's not. It's against mandates. But nonetheless, those in the public sector, you report, are being ridiculed and harassed and threatened uh, to the point where their lawyers had to basically uh, tell the Treasury Board, uh, this isn't okay. It's interesting. There has been no uh, judge rule yet on the constitutionality of that key question. And I'm sorry to say that there have been, uh, there, there is something to the complaint that there are some of my friends in the press gallery who have spent more time scrolling through truckers' Facebook posts looking for pictures of Hitler than have re reading bills that became laws or legal opinions by health department lawyers who earlier said that vaccination orders are unconstitutional and cannot be done in Canada because they're unlawful. Courts have to rule on that, but it has gone to the lawyers, and the problem is that takes time. And in the meantime, the government yeah. just wants everyone to do what they're told. Look, at the Prime Minister said in January 2021, vaccine mandates are extreme and divisive. His words. And you know what, Alex? He was right. They are extreme, and they are divisive. He changed his mind. Apparently, they think this will work for them. But here we are. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, he, he said it a couple of times last year and then flipped uh, during the election so that he could get a wedge issue when he was falling back in the polls. But um, no one questions him about that. I mean, no one even questioned him today if his language was appropriate in demonizing like a large swath of, of the, 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 the Canadian public. But again, it's nice to be Justin Trudeau. Um, I do find this interesting, though, because... You guys are talking, you guys report that this government is looking at the removal of hundreds of plaques and, I guess, relics that they feel have to be purged or rewritten. And that would include, obviously, Johnny McDonald, who's now like a persona non grata. But, you know, they also talk about, you know, they want to get rid of anything that uses the term Indian or Eskimo. Um, you know, they're going to have to go through all these things that they deem, uh, you know, um, I guess, offensive. And I guess that means, like, Pierre Elliott Trudeau could go. But I do find it interesting. They also want to get rid of anybody who was associated by the eugenics movement. So are we saying goodbye to Tommy Douglas? Yeah, good call. That was his thesis, wasn't it? That was his university yeah. thesis in, um, in dealing with what he called the subnormal family. By the way, Tommy included single mothers. <laughs> Uh, that is not a does not often appear in the iconography of Tommy Douglas, and uh, I'm sure in his later life he was ashamed of it. It's interesting. This is the Historic Sites and Monuments Board, acting on cabinet order, has gone back through over a hundred years of commemorations, plaques, and statues, and have come to the conclusion about a tenth are verboten. They must go. They must be rewritten or removed. 
We have to admit, <laughs> Alex, one of the lighter moments was outrage and shock over uh, the truckers uh, hanging a flag off the Terry Fox statue in Ottawa. That was good. That was my favorite. If it was a Johnny McDonald statue, they would have decapitated and dragged it yeah. down down the street no problem but but it was yeah the what, what did the media say desecration of the terry fox statue that was you know <laughs> keep your sense of humor that'll get us through these tough times yeah i mean look I, they shouldn't have touched it and, and oh they should not have touched the war memorial but at the same time they did not destroy terry fox i mean it's he's also been dressed up for pride and all the rest of it i will say this though it'll be interesting to see if if you could ever have a, a statue of justin trudeau i mean given some of the allegations made against him given his you know they're very offended by the confederate flag but my god you do blackface as a hobby you will get reelected. This is the problem with revisionism, isn't it? I used to have a friend from uh, yeah. uh, Serbia. Uh, he was uh, from Belgrade. He said, you know, the um, Belgrade, the, he said the street in, where he lived changed names three times, and the last name was Haley Selassie Boulevard. This is the problem when, it's, when you're into revisionism, because it'll change every 20 minutes. People change their mind. I, I, I guess it's great if you're a foundry that makes statues, but the rest of us find it confusing. No kidding. All right. I'm going to keep an eye for that story in the reporting of fake news. Very much appreciate it, Tom. We'll see what the rest of this quacky work uh, week looks like, but I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. That, of course, is Tom Korski. He is with Black Locks Reporter, which is subscription-based. I say it every time. They Every day they deliver all the big stories that don't get often talked about. I'm Alex Pearson. This is On Point.